Ed and Michelle on 1340 WJOL. Well, we are back. Hey, everybody. Ed and Michelle. Every Friday from 10 to 1. Hey, Kenny, you got to put on your microphone here or your headset. There we go. Yeah. Well, oh. you would blare his ears out if he did. <laughs> I didn't mean to, to blare his ears out. <laughs> oh, hey, Angela, how are you? Can you hear us? I can hear you great. Okay. Hello. So I was I was so excited to uh, – uh, I, I love Lost – I remember her from Penny. Is Penny is Lost in sure. Space. Angela Cartwright. And, he can't and, find his words. It's like the first. Yeah, I know, time. I know, I know, I know. It's like the first time I ever done an interview. Oh He's smitten, Angela. I loved. Who didn't love Penny? Okay. Well, first of all, the reason I, I wanted to see if I can reach out was I've been watching the new, the new Lost in Space. Oh yeah. And I kind of like it. Um, I like the original better, and I like the original robot better. But I was like, oh man, I loved Lost in Space, and I couldn't believe how fast you responded. And said you'd come on. So, Angela Cartwright, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. I'm uh, glad you're you're still watching the show, even though it's a new cast and everything. Um, we kind of were okay with this cast. It uh, seemed to keep a lot of the family values that the first one had. Uh, we like that. And, you know, I'm in season two. Have you been to season two yet? I have. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. really. I'm going to go back and watch. Uh, no, wait a minute. We're in season two right now. Yeah, we're just. I'm oh, right in season two. Michelle's staring at me. <laughs> he watches it little... when I'm not home. <laughs> <laughs> he sneaks it in, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. Season two. Um, there's a flashback, and um, I did a cameo in that, as did Bill Mooney. Um, and that yeah. was really fun to do because you know the diehard fans, they love that. And I loved that I got to play somebody that was kind of nasty. She's kind of <laughs> the reason that uh, Parker Posey, who plays Dr. Smith, uh, is the way she is. So that was kind of cool. Oh, short, now I remember. Speed. And that new Dr. Yeah. Smith is, wow. She's rough. <laughs> yeah. It, um, it, it kind of changed it up. And um, they, you know, they didn't kind of... Make the characters a little more 2022. Yeah. Um, and there were some good things in it. I, you know, and they were just absolutely lovely. We shot it in Canada. Um, and the, the cast has that same kind of quality that we all had, where we all kind of just really dug each other. And, so, you know, in the original, the original Lost in Space, I mean, I just loved everything about it. Dr. Smith, every, you know, everybody loved to hate him. And. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved to hate him, and the robot was incredible. And each one of the the characters I thought w- was terrific. And how smart Will Ro- uh, Will Robinson, uh, how smart he was, and and all June the- Lockhart. I love June Lockhart. Yeah, yeah. Well, America's mother. Yes, yep. exactly. My favorite was 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 Penny. I was just a little boy. Come on, <laughs> Michelle's giggling at me. What? It's just, I don't know. I don't know about you, Angela, but I I think men stop at age fourteen, <laughs> and he just can't get past the penny thing. You know, she what? was in the workforce at the age of three. On yeah, the Danny yeah. Thomas show. Danny Thomas show. What a I, what a great show. First of all, but while most little kids are three years old, I mean, you were in the workforce at three, right? And and, and you're doing these great things while you're. Your little friends are probably home still drooling, <laughs> and 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 you're 
You're already accomplished in the workforce. You have a career. How does a three-year-old perceive that? You know, they don't. I mean, this to me was just what we did. You know, I was real close with my mom. We just, in playing with our buddies, um, you know, I went to work and, you know, colored and, and read and learned how that stuff on a set. It was just different, but I didn't really know any different. And it never bothered me. I was, I was that kind of kid that um, really enjoyed doing it. Sure. And I don't have any horror stories from when I was a kid. No, that's great. I, I mean, I, I don't know how you were able to navigate that when, when some poor kids like Johnny Whitaker on, uh, on yeah. Family Affair and... They yeah. had these tragic lives, and Kid here you're having actors. not only a nice life, but you're having a successful one at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. I um, I I think my parents, you know, we came from England. We immigrated from England. Mm-hmm. Never, ever imagining that her their kids would be in show business. Right. I mean, my sister's a very accomplished actress, Veronica Cartwright. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And it just was... One of those things that I I believe that it it was a lot to do with fate, but we were, um, you know, it wasn't what it is today. There wasn't a huge pond of children that were in showbiz. And, you know, uh, we lived next door when we moved here, uh, came to America with $63 in our pocket. Mm -hmm. Um, We lived next door to someone who had a child that was in commercials. Mm. And she said, you know, the agent's always looking for people and your kids are cute. You should, you know, go and meet them. But getting the job and one job after another, I was on Danny Thomas for seven years. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that was my childhood. I grew up on that show and went right into The Sound of Music and right into Lost in Space after that. So some things I think in life are laid out for you if you're open to accepting them. Sure. Um, and you know, my parents were totally green they were not showbiz parents at oh, all. Okay. And so I did not come from a broken home or, a, a, a family that wanted their kids to be in showbiz. Right. So they're the ones that had the aspirations, you know, I, I yeah. didn't come from that kind of mm-hmm. family. I made my bed every morning. I, you know, did my chores. I, I, come for a very kind of respectful family and i think that made a big difference and so you had a lot of support also always always had support yeah. um, so what at 10 you got to go to salzburg and hang out <laughs> i know but that's <laughs> i am like, 16 oh, going on seven <laughs> that's awesome i know um that was really something that whole i mean i look back on that experience and this is when movies took a year to make the sound of music. Mm-hmm. We rehearsed every day. We went to 20th Fox. We did rehearsals in mock-up places, you know, like they had built the steps and they had like a mattress mm-hmm. on the floor to practice my favorite things. We knew those songs and the routines inside and out when we went to Salzburg. And that was a great adventure. Uh, no um, and they allowed our, our family to, you know, my mother being away from my dad was really, really tough for her. Um, and as, after we had been there a while, we weren't supposed to be there as long as we were, but it rained so much during that spring. Um, it kind of extended the shooting schedule. <laughs> um, our families came over. My sister came with my dad. 
um, and I had a two-year-old brother, and they were able to come and visit. And so it was it was like a a really great experience. Oh, um, Rather than be, uh, what a horrible place to be stuck. You, it's, like the, <laughs> it's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Even the streets are pretty. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, how yeah. in the heck do they do it? It looks exactly the same. And it'd be you in know, that I movie. Tour, um, I do a tour of, the, of Salzburg. I take a group of people and we go to the locations for The Sound of Music. And it's just, it, it brings back so many memories because it's identical to how it was when we shot the film. It's so, it's so beautiful. I did that tour, obviously not with you, unfortunately, but it was, it's, Austria is just amazing. But the beautiful. sound, but that movie was not as, as, as popular in Europe as it was here though, right? Well, it is now. I mean, I think Salzburg kind of realizes um, that. You know, it was it was a rough time for them. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's a rough time right now, too. I'm really hoping that our our trip takes place. But um, you know, they didn't realize at the time the popularity of this movie. But now you go and you know every store has you know postcards of Sound of Music because oh. that's why people want to go to Salzburg to you know jump up and down those steps and uh, look at the castles and. Um, it, it is a magical, yeah. magical place. It really is. So, Angela, I got, I got to tell you, you might crack up, but so when you know, I'm looking up all your your stuff, and and I always love to support people we have on the show. So, um, I got your autograph picture came yesterday. Ah. Out of Michelle. So yeah. I thought I recognized the name. Yeah, out okay. Michelle. That's so it's out of Michelle. Together. <laughs> on the Friends Over 50 show, yeah. So I got that. I was so it was sitting at my door yesterday. I'm going, what is this? I was like, geez, it's here already. I'm like, great, the yeah. day before the show. <laughs> so you'll be up on our autograph yeah. uh, autograph wall. But anyway, so um, why don't you, if you don't mind, tell a little about your story before we go back to talking about Lost in Space, my favorite Penny. I was going to say he's going to go back to Penny right away. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. But seriously, if That's you're an interested, awesome story though. Their family came here with. $60 in their pocket. Go to her website. And why, Go to her website. Why did your family come here? That's the first one. Um, because my family, my dad was um, in the war, World War II. My mom was a nurse. Um, England was where I was born. And um, it was tough. They had two little kids and they couldn't find housing. Uh-huh. And my mom had always dreamed of coming to America. And she did have that kind of uh, black sheep streak in her mm-hmm. um, to actually, you know, I, and I've thought about it since because every time my kids leave town, my, you know, it's so traumatic for me. I just yeah, yeah. absolutely, you know, it's so hard because we're mm-hmm. a very close knit family. And I think of her leaving England and going to a place that was totally, you know, it was a dream. I mean, mm-hmm. America was uh, the land of opportunity. Um, and we had to go through Canada. We had to wait a year in Canada. We had to be, oh you know, uh, ushered in. You had to pass whatever you had to pass at the time. Um, and then we moved down the coast and settled in California because my mom had always dreamed of living by water. Mm-hmm. I dream and about that living. Was where it all took place. You I, know? I dream about living next to In and Out Burger. <laughs> oh, well. We each have our different aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always tell them dreams and hopes are not a plan. <laughs> what, what did Danny Thomas teach you? And and how was your affiliation uh, with him? Danny was everything my dad was not. My mm-hmm. dad is um, very kind of reserved, very uh, quietly funny. 
Danny was loud and gregarious mm-hmm. and hilarious to be around. Um, he taught me comedy. He taught me timing. We did the show live at, in front of a live audience. I was four when I started on Danny Thomas show. We did it live every Thursday. Um, people, you know, all came in and sat in the bleachers and watched the show be shot with three cameras. And it was, you know, beginning to end. They don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I learned to think on my feet. Mm-hmm. I learned to uh, wait for the laugh, you know. Um, I love doing the show, though. You can tell that I'm, I'm digging it when I'm, I'm out there doing it. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, was, it was a fun show to be on. I learned to ad-lib because the script never came out of Danny's mouth the same twice. Right. Um, yeah, he just he made it real. And I think that's one thing that was different about his show. Um, yeah, he was uh, a great mentor to me. And, uh, you know, I grew up on the show and went right into Sound of Music. He let me out of the last actually, to start the Sound of Music. And for that, I am forever grateful because sure. he had every opportunity to say no I'm not going to let you out of the last show. You have to, you know, fulfill your contract. Mm-hmm. But I think he, um, you know, we truly loved working together. And, you know, he was just tired. He'd been on the show 11 years. Yeah, oh, that's a long time. And, uh, it was always up in the, the you know, it was number one. It was always up mm-hmm. there. So I think he was ready to do producing and stuff like that. And he had created a lot of shows with Sheldon Leonard. You know, we lived, we, we did our show on the Desi Lou lot, which was Lucy and Desi's studio. Yeah. And, and, and by uh, the way, it, so was, we, it was Desi Arnaz who instituted the three camera shoot, wasn't it? I'm not sure about that, but uh, I know that there's a thing called the Ricardos that's on Yeah, Netflix. we've seen it. It was, it was good. They had kind of a, a rocky relationship, I know, mm-hmm. but I loved Lucy. We did a couple shows with her as the Williamses and the Ricardos kind of some of the funniest shows actually. Um, one in particular was like an hour and, uh, it was quite funny. Um, and she was great. She was what an energy that woman had. Mm -hmm. I also learned, you know, a respect for coming to work, knowing your lines, being prepared, you know, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff was kind of ingrained in me. And at that young age, does, does a child actor uh, feel pressure? Did you feel any pressure? I think kids more today do because there's such a, a huge uh, amount of competition. And because of social media, they know what's expected of them. You know, it's like, uh, I've got to be popular. You know, I've got to do the popular thing. Sure. Um, we didn't have any of that. You know, I, I cannot say I look back and have any regret to anything. I didn't regret ever having the life that I had as a kid, even though I didn't go to regular school. And when I did go in my final semester of my senior year, that was tough because everybody had their friends. And, you know, I made a friend there that I'm still friends with today, but it was tough because people were jealous. They knew the show. They knew that I was on television. Um, It was, you know, that was, that was tough, but you know, no tougher than today. You just have to be grounded and mm-hmm. and know what you uh, you know what you believe in. Mm-hmm. But I was always kind of more of a loner than trying to please everybody. You know, right. I was more of a introverted character and you know disciplined in my work. 
So tell us about this book. I, I, I came across it, Lost in Space. Tell us about it. Well, it's called Lost and Found in Space. Uh, and it did come out for our 50th anniversary. But over the pandemic, Bill Mooney and I, we and Kevin Burns, who sadly passed away last year, um, he, Kevin was the person that was our advocate for keeping Lost in Space alive. He had a lot to do with, uh, you know, the conventions that, that started and then with the Netflix show. He was such an advocate and a lover of the show. And he was also a huge collector. And he was also in his own right very, um, you know, popular. He had done, you know, History Channel. He did. He was the creator of Ancient Aliens. I mean, he went on. His credits are quite impressive. But he came across these pictures, and we've always had a great relationship with Kevin. And he came across more pictures because the the one the book we came out with for the fiftieth was more of like just a picture book, you know, of uh, some pictures people had nobody had seen, and it became quite popular. And we were kind of like, "Whoa, that's surprising!" But over the pandemic, Bill and I decided when we got a call from Kevin, and he said he had found. Uh, this whole CBS archive of pictures that people, you know, he had them. We were welcome to them. He said, I think you should expand on your book because so much has happened. So Bill and I, we started to look through the new pictures and uh, we started to write more and more and going back and forth. Bill and I have had a uh, past of writing together. We wrote a novel together this way. Um, but this was really fun and a lot of new information that we had forgotten about going back to your high school or something and remembering the stories that, that happened during while you were in school. It's that kind of feeling. And a lot of this information came to light to us. And so the book has so much more information in it. Uh, There's like 900 images and it's um, 352 pages. Uh, we're really proud of it, uh, and it has become very popular. And I sell it on my website, Angela Cartwright Studio, signed by both Bill and me, and we'll personalize it if you put your name in the, the text box. Um, but you can also get it on Amazon and those other places. But it was fun to write, and people love going down memory lane with this show. I, you know what? I loved it. And I'm going to order the, I'm going to order the book this, this weekend, Sunday when I'm home, uh, I'm going to order, order the book. Cause you and you and Billy signed it also, correct? We do. We personally sign, uh, have it makes it more book. fun to me, but, um, yeah, it's, um, I'm really proud of this book. It's it should got be. great with pictures in it and some really interesting stories. It's fun. I, the reaction to it, I think at a time when people are, you know, um, kind of yearning for a bit of the normality of, you know, this show, where they were in their life, you know, yeah. that kind of feeling of family and um, how much fun they had watching the show. It brings back memories. I'm sorry, are there any pictures of aliens? <laughs> I always cracked up. You guys are the ones lost in space traveling to other planets Look, and you run into an alien. Yeah. Well, you're the alien. <laughs> it was just kind of funny. I know, exactly, right? It was. Now, how about <laughs> Dr. True. Smith? What was his personality like? I, I don't really remember him from other things, but he was crazy on that show. 
You just wanted to punch him. Yeah. Well, if you watch <laughs> the very first season, um, uh, the very black and white season, his character was very serious. And um, CBS found that when, once they bought the pilot, that they really wanted to lighten up the show because um, they didn't want to scare kids. And it was on at 7 o'clock at night. So he became more of this humorous character that people have come to love. He was a, he was, Dr. Smith was, was great. Oh yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, he just hated him. He was funny. Yeah. He was definitely fun to be around. Jonathan had a, a character. He was bigger than life. I adored him. And so did Bill. The yeah. two of us, we, I we just love Jonathan. I, we had, um, and, and I remember I, the, uh, I'm having a brain cramp um, from Family Affair, uh, Sissy. I can't think of her name. Oh, Alyssa. Um, wasn't it Alyssa something? Well, we had her on the show, and she was talking about Mr. French. Oh, yeah? And the same thing. They all loved Mr. French, if you remember him. They used to go to his house for dinner and everything. Sebastian Cabot. Yeah, Sebastian Cabot. Yeah, yeah that's that, that that's right. Well, we love this, and now can, people can't get this in bookstores. They need to go to your website to order this book, right? No, they can get it in bookstores. I mean, are there any bookstores anymore? Isn't everything online? Yeah, there's one in, in a town <laughs> close to us, but yeah. I would say go it online and go to their website, and you can get it. It's much more fun to have a book when the author's signed it, especially The Lost in Space. How do people get to your site to, in order to order? Uh, com. And I've got autographed pictures. Uh, Bill sells his pictures through that site also. Um, I've got, you know, I design clothes. I've got um, my jewelry. I mean, I've got all sorts of stuff on there. But there's a, a link. It's a purple book. You just click on that link. And uh, if you want it personalized, just put in the message box who you want it personalized to. Um, remember, Valentine's Day is coming up. That's Maybe a great gift for your oh, Valentine, yeah. um, and that's that's the personalized one. Um, or you can also go on Amazon too. But I would have to say that the ones that we signed, the the book quality, is really good. Yeah, actually, give out that website. I'm sorry. The website address. Angela Cartwright studio.com and i'll put it on our social media um between now and over the weekend so people can oh, see it. it yeah i'll make sure right. everybody can, can get it and and i gotta tell you what um i love the, the the picture of a young penny uh from the show that i that i got it's very cool and i think you'll enjoy the book and you'll enjoy the, the website uh also great well that's um yeah that's my shop website Angela Dash Cartwright is my showbiz one. If you want to go through my scrapbooks there, yeah. I'm actually in the process of, I have found so much stuff. My, my parents have both passed away and they left boxes uh, of things they collected. Yeah. And I've just been able to uh, kind of get to some of that stuff. So I'm finding stuff that I can't even believe. So I'm actually going to, my plan this year, this is my new year's resolution is to update my, my personal website and have new new pictures as added to it yeah. and stuff like that. But that'll be a work in progress. That'll probably take me a couple of years to do it. To yeah. The truth. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> do you ever make it to deal. Chicago? I have made it to Chicago a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. You come um, back here. We got it. Let's get you to come live in the studio. You can co-host the show with us. 
Oh, that'd be fun. We're fun, you know. If I get back there, I would do that definitely. Yeah, we're fun, you know. I <laughs> we are we are as a matter of fact we um I just started doing stand up comedy and my coach and mentor is uh Kenny Savara and um he's got quite the story what uh uh your your first manager was uh Tom Dreesen. Tom Dreesen. Yeah. Do you know Tom? I don't think I do. Do well, I? He's a wonderful guy. <laughs> he was Sinatra's opening act for 14 years and uh, has spent a lot of time in the business. So you guys will probably meet at some point. Ah, that'd be fun. Great. <laughs> yeah, well, we'd love to hear. So, okay, here's the problem. We're, we're just about out of time. We have to go to the network news. Uh, and right. We'd like to be able to chit-chat a little bit more. Can we schedule you to come back on sometime in the future? Sure. Uh, that would be fine. So, M- Michelle, I got to talk to Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I tell all my friends. Yeah. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Thanks, we really Angela. appreciate Thank you. It's, it's kind of funny. You know, we get people on the show all the time, celebrities, but certain ones kind of hit you between the eyes because you kind of grew up with them. Isn't yeah. that funny? Yeah. Yeah. It's it, fun to go down memory lane. And don't you get people that think they know you? All the time, yes. Yeah, and you got to stop go wait. You know, you try to be nice, but you go, well, no, they, you don't know me. I don't know you, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in their homes, and so they feel you're a relative or something. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We'll get with your uh, person and get you scheduled again. But uh, I will share everything. And, and good luck with the book. It looks so cool. We're going to order ours this weekend. Oh, I think you'll love it. If you love Lost in Space, you're going to love Lost and Found in Space. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Wonderful. Big Lost in Space fan. Thanks, Tons. So Talk long, farewell. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was fun. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> yeah, she's fun. I was getting worried watching the time, and you had great questions, but I promised that we were going <laughs> to that we were gonna go yeah, ahead and... Wrap it up, yeah. And, of course, I forgot to hit record. Uh, no problem. Ed oh, Kerfin. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't been doing this. I, we've been in the studio... How long has it been since we've been in the studio? A couple months? Maybe they can find it. I'll have to talk to Scott Childers. Yeah. Scott is uh, a genius. Scott can figure it He'll out. Yeah, I'm waving to both of you guys. Like, we got to get to our book. We got to get to that book. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, well, Kenny will get on a rant with some questions. They're great questions. To, we wanted to hear all the other stuff. I have to get around for I know we have to talk about her book. I got to get around longer, longer. Sure. Because then you get to ask her more questions about yeah. the aliens and. Yeah some of the other casts and stuff. Right. and um, But, yeah, you know, I got to talk to Penny. And you get into the real personal stories, things yeah. that happen on the set. Hey, and I told her I, my dream was to live next door to, to In-N-Out Burger, and she's like, yeah, well, we all have our dreams, don't we? <laughs> That's funny. 